Hello, and welcome to Argue the Absurd with me, Alex Bryden, Harry Greenall. Hello. And Carl Pike. Hi there. So, what's it all about? It's a podcast where we're going to spin the wheel of debate. It's going to give us an absurd topic to argue. One of us is going to argue for it, the other is going to argue against it, and the third guy is going to decide who wins. Alright, let's crack on. Okay, let's spin that wheel of debate. <laughs> oh, God. I swear it's getting slower every time. What, me or the, the wheel? wheel, uh, the wheel. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have a topic. It's, well, in Bryden's head, I imagine this is a no-brainer, but we'll find out. Um, if you wake up with an erection, you should be allowed to work a half day. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, truly awful. Um, I, I can only ask Bryden to, to argue for this, because I think I can imagine you being quite passionate about this for some reason. Um, oh, I'm not have, sure about this one. <clears throat> we'll have Harry defending. I'm not sure this one I want my parents to be listening to, <laughs> uh, but I'm sure my dad will understand. Um, <laughs> so I'll kick us off with an opening statement then. So if I wake up with an erection, I should be allowed a half day, and so should every man on the planet. Um, this one is a no-brainer. You're right, Carl. Um, you know, as you get older, those erections are few and far between. And I think if you've got one, you need to be making use of it. Okay? So if I... If, and let's face it, your morning erections, your, your favourite erection. I don't know about you, but that's my, that's my most... Um, how do you rank your erections? <clears throat> I would say they sort of get worse throughout the day. In the morning, I'm just full of... Full of blood. Oh, God. So, um, so in the middle of the day, while you're at work, they're also okay? <clears throat> middle's good. I like my middles. Um, yeah, lunchtime. I like my lunchtime erections, but um, let's, let's stay oh, focused. Never, never eating lunch with let's, you. Let's stay focused here. Yeah, um... The, I think I think sometimes we just don't have enough fun in the world, um, and it's it's one of the tr- it's one of the true pleasures having an erection, and you know you've got to get up and you've got to go to work and you've got to just work some work a day's work. I mean, let's just get back and just have some fun and think. Well, let's make use of this erection. It's a waste if it's there. Let's make use of it. That's wasteful. And I think that's my opening statement. I'm afraid <laughs> to say. I mean. I've got a lot of questions. I'm assuming Harry likewise. Yeah, I think um, my first question is just on a on a kind of technicality, but a whole morning. So high bar, isn't it? Well, yeah. How how long do you need to uh, enjoy this erection? It feels like a um, quite a long time, um, rather than just you know your average time, which may not be a whole morning. Are we revealing a bit much, too much into your own personal life here, Harry? <laughs> like, well, that's, that's why I've stayed more <clears throat> vague around times. Okay. I, I don't know about you, but I like to make an event of uh, this kind of thing. Get the candles out, um, you know, really just relax into it. I'd, you're clearly just very efficient and just get the job done. Um, that's your style, that's your flavour. But no, I think I think you need the morning. I think after, I mean, I don't want to get crude here, but let's assume you've utilised the erection. Once it's utilised, often there's a sort of a tired period post mm-hmm. post okay. bono, yeah. where you need to post- you need to recuperate. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that, um, and is I don't think you should be going into work. I don't think you should be going into work. Straight away, um, sluggish. I think I think you need to recuperate so that you can do a good afternoon's work in the afternoon. And, and arguably, work. after that pleasurable morning, you're going to deliver more in the afternoon because you, you're in the right mental state. Good for the mental health. Mental health and well-being important in the workplace at the minute. Um, so one, one thing I'm just going to mention as well, and, and probably another technicality, I'm just trying to get my head around the whole thing uh, perfectly, honestly. Um, from everything you mentioned, it seems like a very solo activity uh, that you're describing. So actually... It's um, a good point. <laughs> so actually, how does this work if, if you are with a partner? Um, do they also get the morning off, or is it... No, bye, off to work, I've got, got a bit of solo time planned, uh, you know, just me and myself, and then a little nap. Or you can have coyness before, and then you get to chill out for the morning. And they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems, seems harsh. I mean, I'm, I'm all for that, yeah, if you, if you wake up with it, the partner should also be able to take the half day. I'm not sure how the rules work here. I, was, I would allow it. But uh, whoever came up with this topic, we'd have to um, ask them and find out. Funny that. Well, I, think it uh, was, <laughs> I think it was the wheel that generated it. It's random. So random generation. Random we'll never know. Um, the wheel's so, an absolute pervert. Sorry, I, fe- I feel like I've, um, I haven't um, had many arguments myself because I'm still been trying to get my head around. I mean, I've written nothing. <laughs> so I think my, my first main point is that this would be uh, sexist, I think. For the fact that we are talking only about erections makes it very limited to men. Um, and even if a partner were to be involved, that's assuming that that partner is, is female and assuming that that partner um, wants to spend that time with you if you have an erection, you know, that, that may not be true. You know, it may not be in, the, in their time. So I think initially it seems like a, quite a sexist um, idea to me and quite favourable towards men and unfavourable towards men, women. Um, you know, say say a woman's in a in a um, in a female female relationship, they would never get the morning off because they have no man to have an erection. So you know that that doesn't seem like common sense to me, uh, straight up. So how how would you make it fair? Uh, is probably the first <clears throat> point. It also seems a bit uh, unproductive and a bit of a waste of time. I think going back to the whole whole morning uh, seems a bit excessive. Um, maybe yeah, you know, you know, half an hour, an hour. You know, you get you come and work a bit late. Oh, sorry, I had an erection this morning. Um, but you know, a whole morning definitely, definitely seems uh, a bit too much. Um, and the whole concept you made about making use of it, like you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of the key lessons you learn at school is if you don't use it, you do lose it. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you know maybe that's our body's telling us actually we don't need as many of these as we get older. Um, you know the main historical you know biological reason for an erection is to you know have kids and maybe when we're sixty seventy years old we don't need to be going around and and having kids or doing solo activities like you said. Maybe actually being productive at work would give us um, better quality of life and better you know um, future. Could, could I ask a question as well? This might help Harry a little bit. I want to counter Harry when I get a chance, though. Yeah. Okay. Is there the risk of manipulation? So, say you've got a partner... Depends part- how you do it. Well, say you've got a partner who, a little bit lazy, doesn't like work, could set her alarm 20 minutes early. What, while you're asleep? While you're sleeping. You wake up thinking, oh my God, another erection. But actually, she's setting you up every day for a half day. 
you know, this one... Oh, you, I might be thinking the semantics a bit too deep. There's here. got to be an element <clears throat> of trust. And I think okay. at our company, obviously, trust is a big, a big thing. And I actually trust my colleagues. Um, and, yeah, I think we've just got to trust on that one. Okay. Would be my, my view. On, on the sexism point, um, I think if this... Poli- I'm going to call it a policy now. It's a policy. If this policy um, does exist, it would be sexist if there wasn't also a policy for women. Um, but I'm just taking this in isolation. I assume there's an equivalent... If, I mean, if the wheel could tell us if there's an equivalent wheel for uh, an equivalent policy for women, what, I imagine there would, would be. What would you suggest that other equivalent policy would be? Um, I'm not the expert on this one. <laughs> this, I don't think anyone in the room is, and I wouldn't like to say. Okay, um, so I, I personally think with that, that I would still call it sexist if we cannot give, at the current time of that policy being in place, an equal and valid opposite to it. Or you know, I, I agree, it. but I don't think that takes away from the half day with the erection policy. Because I think there's probably a, uh, a yin and yang policy for the old ladies over there. Um, the old ladies. And, and the, the young. old ladies. And the young. And the young. Okay. okay. Um, about it being unproductive, you said it's unproductive, a full morning, is it necessary? Well, I think there's, there's an element that could be unproductive, but I think we have a bigger risk here of potential mistakes. If you utilise it and then you don't take the necessary rest, get your fluids in afterwards, you're going to be making mistakes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> at work, which you're being yeah, productive, but it's co- it's going to cause you it's going to be counterproductive in the long term. What what fluids are we confirming here? Sorry, water, just natural hydration okay. post um, post bono. Post bono. I don't I don't like how that's now a phrase. Post bono. I think also <coughs> Harry mentioned this point around um, losing erections as you get older. This should be a point about not having kids. I think we need to take the opportunities. If you've got a nice fruitful erection there, that suggests to me it's time to reproduce. That's why we're here on the earth, isn't it? That's why we're here to but, reproduce. Okay, agreed. and I think I, we I need agree to. With that point. We need to utilize that and um, have some fit children while we have fit erections. I agree. I agree with the uh, the point. Uh, but as you were just mentioning it to begin with, it became a very solo activity, and actually, is that not wasteful? Is that not waste of bono? That's, I mean, that's true. And that's probably a reflection on me, the fact that I never once questioned there might be another human involved (laughs) beyond myself. Um, And, you know, that's something I'll take away and be saddened about this evening. Okay, right. I think it might be time to try and draw this disturbing topic to a close. Um, So to sum up Bryden's arguments for why we should have the half day, so I think... We're talking about the morning being the best erection. We want to utilise the best erection of the day. Um, opportunity to have some fun. We shouldn't just be restricted to working from morning to night. We should get a bit of fun time in there. Um, and that we should link that into mental health and wellbeing. So actually, <laughs> it's important that we have, some, we have needs and desires. We want to create, we procreate. We need to listen to our sort of natural urges. Um, and that once we've listened to those natural urges, actually postpone, we need a bit of relaxing time. <laughs> Hence why it needs the half day. Um, in argument, Harry's main points centre around the fact it's a waste of time. A half day is a, a long time to be dedicating to sort of solving the, the erection problem, shall we say. <laughs> and that it's sexist, that it favours the men um, and that women will be left out. Um, 
I think in summary, I, I think I was, I was swayed by Bryden's, unfortunately. Bryden's was the, the strongest points there that if, we've, if, you, if you don't use it, you might lose it. I think that is... <laughs> just wanted to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's stuck with me since school. Um, but I think it, it's fair. It's, you wake up, you, you want to utilise it, and uh, it's important to maybe just shape your work day. Maybe not the full half day, but shape your work day around utilising what, what's God, what God's given you. So there we go. One to Bryden. <laughs> let's spin the <laughs> right. Let's spin the wheel of debate. Okay, it's landed on eating vegans is better for the environment than eating vegetables. Okay. Okay. You got that? Understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're gonna give Carl arguing for eating vegans is better for the environment than eating vegetables, and Harry, you're arguing against. Carl, opening statement, please. Opening statement on why eating vegans is better than eating vegetables. Um, the first one that, that comes to mind is overpopulation. We've got too many people on this world, so we're trying to keep everyone fed, everyone happy with producing fruit, veg, meat, rice, grains, but we know that, quite simply, there's too many people on this world, and a, a sort of a cull isn't necessarily the worst thing that could happen. So maybe we do need to do need to uh, think about eating other people. And vegans make sense because no one really likes vegans. If we're Ooh. honest, you'll go if you go to meet Yikes. someone. You'll normally introduce yourself. You'll say what you do. Maybe five years later you'll mention your eating habits but with a vegan you can guarantee before you know their name you'll know they're a vegan they're just annoying um self-righteous thinking they're saving the world wow when actually they just get on everyone's nerves vegetarian isn't happy with that but vegans just no i think eating them could actually save the world <laughs> all right serving statement harry um well this is an interesting one because uh, I think some of the things you've said there, Carl, are actually really offensive. Yeah. Um, and yeah. actually, yeah, not not sure people are going to be happy to listen to this. Um, but yeah. What bit do you think was offensive? Um, okay. What was offensive? <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe maybe suggesting that we need a cull on planet Earth. I mean, that's a fact. Um, that's the next one. Okay. And and maybe suggesting that all vegans are annoying. Uh, I think that's quite a broad brush statement. So there are some, some lovely vegans. Um, some won't tell you they're vegans initially. Um, others will, but probably still doesn't mean that we should kill them all. Um, it's a small jump. <laughs> I'm triggered and I'm not even a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so, although, although uh, yeah, understand your points and uh, understand why scientifically they, they may be correct, um, aside from the annoying part. Um, I think, you know, the benefit that the human race can do now with the, uh, the intellect and the understanding we have of the environment and stuff, I think the, the people that are more environmentally focused now are going to be the ones that are going to make it better in the future. So actually focusing on those and eating those first as part of your cull probably, uh, probably isn't the best way forward in terms of saving the planet or uh, even saving the environment. Um, 
I think uh, p- potentially there's there's an argument that actually more of us should be vegans uh, to save the planet va- rather than eating vegans themselves. Um, and I just can't believe, can't believe you want to, uh, you want to cull humankind. That's a, that's quite a strong view. Necessary though, totally necessary. You think what is there? How many billions are there on the on the world now? So many billions. I think is it eight or nine. It's sort of infinitely increasing as life expectancy increases. The world just can't cope. Okay. How uh, how would you cope <coughs> these people? Random lottery. Okay, of vegans. Vegans, you'd, you'd obviously sort of, you'd obviously ask everyone to have to go to their local registry office and go there to say... You've thought this through really well, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, a full plan. Um, <laughs> it'll become revealed in time. Um, you'd go to the office, you'd have to say, are you a meat eater or are you vegan? And the vegans will just go into a pot and we'll do, make it a bit like Hunger Games. We'll go into on... a pot? <coughs> well, well, right then, they just pop straight in. Literally and metaphorically. Um, make it a bit like Hunger Games. We'll make it like a television sort of thing. We'll, maybe we'll do a little bit of a lottery, do a little draw, pops up with a little bit of name and bio of the next person that's going to get eaten. Um, it's sort of entertainment and saving the world at the same time. It's an absolute win-win. Um, so I think we need to face into that society won't change. You think of America and China, the amount of meat they eat, we're not going to wean them off that diet very successfully. So we need to, we need to keep finding that meat. Um, and it makes sense that we use vegans as a starter for 10. We can move on to... <laughs> as a starter? Or, or, as a main as well, or just well, as a starter? Absolutely. All right. um, and we know that veganism isn't necessarily the most environmentally friendly diet either. So they've talked about you need doing a bit of meat in your diet. So again, it makes sense that that meat could be humans. I, uh, none of, none of, <laughs> I'm, I'm finding it quite difficult to counter this argument, actually. And you, now, am, I, am I bringing you around? No, 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 oh, not right. because I think you're probably <coughs> clinically insane um, via, via this argument. Um, I think just, just the concept of trying to uh, murder people and then eat them, um, I'm not sure how much I can argue against that if I'm a... If I'm totally honest, um, I would say that um, my my main point I'm going to stick to it is the fact that humans are are in the best place now uh, to solve the crisis going forward. But we're not by... solving it. Well, we don't know, do we? We don't know what we're going to do in ten years' time. You know, the the amount of innovation we have, plant based proteins, and everything we have now, we might find sustainable sources for them to come from. Um, by ending those those opportunities, we don't know actually what's going to happen. So. Which might um, partially fix one problem, but it still doesn't solve the issue that nobody likes vegans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, again, would probably tend to just disagree with that. I think it's quite a broad brush um, term to say all vegans are annoying and uh, you don't like them. Yeah, it's a bit mad how I was... You, you actually piled in on me saying cat owners are dicks in a previous pod. And now you're saying that all vegans are dicks. Because this one's correct, though. <laughs> that was a sweeping statement that no one can get on board with. Wow. Your, our, our listenership of zero is going to be <laughs> really... Outrage. Um, all right, is, is that it then? Arguments are done, yeah? I'm, yeah, I'm happy with my argument. I'm assuming that plant-free sponsorship deal we were trying to hook up. So. <laughs> right, I'm going to summarise then. Um... <laughs> 
I felt like not many arguments were put forward. Some bold arguments were put forward, but not many. So it was quite to the point, this one. So Carl talking about overpopulation and we needed culling because that would be good for the environment. <laughs> just a good and old cull. Just in general, beyond just the environmental factor, just getting rid, just eliminating vegans would be good in general, just on a social level. Um, that's offensive. Um, yeah, like I say, I'm triggered. <coughs> Carl, uh, no, Harry, sorry, countered pretty well with... Um, the vegans currently are the most forward thinking in society, so if you get rid of them, what state society going to be in in the future? Um, didn't offer a lot else. Didn't give us a lot else. No, I know he didn't really. He, he didn't offer strength and depth. It was a sort of one in and Just then sort of whined about the fact you can't kill people for meat, which yeah. is an argument in itself. I would say I would say that's a pretty good argument actually. We cannot kill people for meat is uh, fairly, fairly simple. I, I think, although, although Carl has sort of triggered me slightly, um, I think he offered a little bit more depth with his argument, and I think if Harry had just explored it a little bit further, he might have got it, but I'm going to give this one to Carl. So just, just to understand this correctly, you're agreeing with Carl that we need a worldwide cull of vegans to not just eat them, uh, for to make it environmentally friendly for the environmental purposes, okay. I think that's a stronger argument. Yeah, for the environment to do a human cull. But you agree they're annoying. No, I don't agree with oh, that. Okay. okay, just just <coughs> tasty. <laughs> okay, right. Um, off we go. Oh my! It's such an underwhelming so start. start. <laughs> I feel tense already just by how slow <laughs> you're speaking and how slow that will spin. So I'm just going to keep keep that tension going. Um, so the have you been digitally debate? slowed down? <laughs> so the debate we're debating today is: if I was half human, half animal, I would choose to be half flamingo. Oh. Okay. So if you were. To be half an animal, half that animal you wish would be a flamingo. Um, Carl, I'm going to have you argue for. You generally always do. Yep. And, um, and Alex, uh, you're going to be against. So, uh, in your own time. Okay. Right. Well, I would, so if I was, did you say I was half an animal? Yeah, so half you're human, half, half, half human, animal. half a flamingo. Or you, if you were half an animal, you would choose that half to be a flamingo. Okay, do I have to specify the half? Uh, well, yes. That might be helpful, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just picturing half a flamingo now. Either way, it's hilarious. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> um, God. Pick, pick, pick a half and launch into it. Yeah. Say bottom or top and then launch. Um, let's go... I mean, actually, I don't think I have to pick a half. I feel like we could be interchangeable here. Okay. Um, I think there's, there's praise for both sides. Um, so top half, obviously, a great pink body. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got one of those. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic plumage and feathers um, <laughs> just uh, aesthetically it's one of the prettiest animals you're going to see um, very pretty very very pretty um, and a great neck <laughs> 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 
Are, so, these, are these aspects you feel you don't have at the moment? I feel, I mean, I'm happy. I think I've got a strong neck. Um, I haven't got feathers and I have a pink body, but I feel I'd be infinitely improved by a flamingo's neck. Um, what do you like about its neck? Oh, it's, it's just, you're just there wobbling around, aren't you? Waving it around, you're diving into water, grabbing your fish. Um, it, I think it could come in use. A, a, a long neck could come in use. Um, if I'm, if you're, I'm quite small, so actually a long neck could get you above. You could look around between the crowds, maybe pick up and reach things from trees. Um, <laughs> DIY, like infinite, infinite <laughs> uses of a, of a long neck and a great beak as well. Um, again, could be used DIY maybe. Um, <laughs> What's flamingos partic- <laughs> are really good at it with DIY, aren't they? What's particularly good about a flamingo's beak versus another bird's beak? Nothing particularly, but I feel like they're an improvement on our soft, saggy lips. <laughs> um, oh, God. I've also got a great diet. Just eating fish all day, just chugging back the fish. Um, which I feel, the fact that you'd be half a flamingo means that your diet would naturally change. So they're only pink because obviously their, I think their diet is a big factor in, in their colour colour that they become. Um, so you're just chugging back fish. And I, I bloody love fish, so I feel like that would be, be an improvement, a great diet. Um, and then conversely, I mean, I feel like I've been rambling on forever, and I don't, I don't even know why, why you'd bother coming back in on this, because I've sort of just slammed dunk this already. Shall I counter? No, let me have one more. Okay. Um, legs. Obviously, they stand around on one leg for a lot of time. That's a fairly well-known trait of the flamingo. Um, I think as a human, we get quite tired standing around. If I go to a gig, you're sort of, you're sort of standing up, going to the football, you're standing up. By the end of, the, end of the, those experiences, I'm quite tired, but the flamingo could be there for days, just hanging out on one leg, um, just, just hanging out, yeah. Okay. You might have wanted to not do that last point in general, but that's fine. Um... Why is that? Well, it just wasn't a very good point, was it? I mean, really? Why? I don't understand why I'd want to hang around on one leg for no apparent reason. Necessity of what? It's it's an improvement on what you do now. So there'll be times where you'll have to stand around on one leg. Well, not necessarily. Well, you won't. That's, that's absolute <laughs> bullshit. But there'll be times where you have to stand around, and as humans, we get tired. We're not used. To, we we need to sit down. We need to lie down. Flamingos are are built to stand. So. <laughs> Actually, that's an, that's, it would be an upgrade on our legs, having the flamingo legs. You think it would be an upgrade to have flamingo legs? Correct. And are these, they, and okay, also, I'll, I'll, let me go, right? <coughs> flamingo legs, they just, they, they snap in the wind almost. Look how thin they are. That, that's not functional. You're not becoming a flamingo, bear in mind. <laughs> this, this question is, you're going to be half flamingo, half human, living your life still, doing your day-to-day activities. And with those legs, you're not going to be able to play football, mate. Have you seen Ben good, Nobs good. and Broomsticks? Ben Nobs and Broomsticks. A great film. Flamingo was fantastic in that. You wouldn't be able to play five-side football with those legs. Do you not reckon? No, I don't think you would. And that, I mean, let's, let's, let's go to the top <coughs> half of the body, though, because that was the, the, the body of your argument, fittingly. Um, so your main one, you, you, what you really enjoyed was their big pink body. Um, and also that their diet is fish. I mean, these are two things. I mean, you already have a pink body, and it's within your capacity to become a pescatarian. So there's no need to be a flamingo to enjoy those qualities. Um, 
He then talked about um, the plumage and feathers and having a long neck. There's, there's animals that would be better for that. Um, for the life of me, I couldn't remember the name of that bird that's got the lovely plumage. What is it, Harry? You mean a peacock? A peacock. Lovely plumage. Far better than a flamingo. Beautiful. And that's what you're after there. You're after the beauty. Okay? So, you've got the flamingo. Giraffe. Long neck. <laughs> you go giraffe. I mean, that's crazy. Are you listening to yourself? You want to be a, a five to six foot man with a giraffe neck? If you want, if, if your neck and no body, what you that's liked, mental. What you wanted was a nice long neck to go with your nice beak. Flamingo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because yeah, a giraffe doesn't have a beak. <laughs> <laughs> and it has like a six foot neck. You'd be ha- literally half body, half neck. Mental. I just don't quite understand. Like, I think you've said lots of things that are descriptions of flamingos without explaining why they're good points. Like, all you said was, I would like a beak so I didn't have my, what was it? My soft... Soft, saggy lips. Soft, saggy lips. I, I don't, I mean, I'm looking at you now, I think you've been hard on yourself, Carl. You don't have saggy lips. Okay. You have you. soft lips and, you know, that's all the credit you to you. That? I can just tell. He, I've, he, I've seen the Vaseline and he's, he keeps good care of them. A bit harm is important. Um... But you haven't got saggy lips. Okay. Um, we might do at some point, though, as we age, whereas that flamingo, that beak will stay strong. It doesn't wither like our withered skin. But the thing is, a flamingo lives for maximum 30 years. So if you have its body, I mean, you've got all of its organs, your lifespan is pretty short now. I'm, so you'd be dead currently. I'm not sure we're... I'm not sure that half your body's going to die. I feel like this... Mythical time. That's where all your organs are. That's your that's your spots. It's up to you. So you you take the flamingo's top body and you have a shortened lifespan, or you take its legs and you can't do sport ever again. But you'll have a good time standing on one leg for no apparent reason. Okay. Uh, so uh, is there any more arguments anyone would like to put forward? Um, I mean, I could just delve into other animals, but I can't even be asked. I would. I could put forward other animals would be better, but no. Let's just leave it there. Just to check though, your so your argument against flamingo legs is is purely football. That's the only reason is that you can't play five side football. No, it's an example, but you you struggle on your your day to day activities. I don't well possibly. I mean, because their their knee their joints bend the other way, don't they? So they could be used to that. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be very good for sitting down, so you'd, you'd have to have one of those raised desks in the office. Happy with that, because you're standing. They, they want to stand. You'd be healthier, because your body won't be sitting down lazy. And just. Well, it'd be good when you go to the cinema, like you need to sit in the seat, and uh, you know, all the people behind you can't see a thing, because you can't sit down. Uh, you're in the way a... you're in the way or aren't you I don't think so because you've got quite a thin neck antisocial your, your neck's going to be sort of thin and you'll be able to see straight through that that won't be an issue body stop saying body <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll put you out your misery um, and we'll uh, have a have a little um, dissection of what of what we just talked about dissection dissection that was my flamingo body <laughs> so uh, Carl you went first uh, breaking into top half and bottom half uh, you talked about the great pink body uh, you said it was pretty you said there's a great neck <laughs> wobbling about uh, you know love a bit of a wobble uh, long neck will come in use great for DIY apparently long necks and, uh, and beaks 
Very good also for DIY. I don't quite know why they're good for DIY. That or croquet. I can imagine they'd be very good. You wouldn't need a croquet mallet. So using your own face to uh, to play croquet. Yeah. DIY and croquet much easier with hands than a long neck. Maybe. Um, You also then went on to mention your soft, (laughs) saggy lips, um, which Bryden quickly corrected and said, (laughs) you didn't have soft lips. Um, so no, I say he has soft lips, but not saggy lips. Oh, yeah. 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 You said his lips are soft. Yes. And not okay. saggy, and just, not to, saggy. just to confirm for us. Uh, so that's a bit of a plus for you there. So, yeah. I mean, take that. And uh, you said you bloody love fish. Bloody which, love uh, fish. Again, Bryden came back and said, you could have just, you know, eat more fish yourself. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. That's uh, a fair point. Actually, an interesting argument on the one leg thing, the not being tired. I think that's quite, uh, quite good. Um, you know, many times I've been standing and I'm tired, you know, and uh, could do with some uh, flamingo legs. Um, <laughs> then on to Bryden's arguments, and he's uh, talking about how the legs can break. Uh, it was quite a big focus on football, actually. Mm. Um, not much chat about the rest of your life, just, uh, just don't play football. Just the 30 minutes a week you may um, have played football in the past. He, said, uh, he also said, you've already got a pink body. Um, again, a bit of a compliment there, it seemed <laughs> at the time. Um, so, uh, yeah, not really valid for the argument, just said you've got a pink body. Um, and then you said giraffes, well, it, compared them to giraffes who, uh, who don't have beaks. Um, but I think, I think I agree with Carl that I think if you were to go half giraffe, your neck would be too long. I think for, uh, for your human body, <coughs> but, uh, you'd be falling all over the place, your neck would be too long. And then um, there was a bit of a discussion around lifespans. Um, to, be, to be perfectly honest, I don't, I don't really know much about that. Um, I think it would be difficult to p- choose your animal based on the on lifespan of that animal is, is going to be. It's an important um, point. I think overall, I think Carl just gave me a bit more. Um, I think Bryden, your arguments were a little soft and um, not that original. Uh, so uh, yeah. not that original. You had a lot of anti-flamingo <laughs> arguments before. Many actually, many, many oh, anti-flamingo. Well, I'm, I'm glad. So, um, I'm tired. Yeah, point to uh, point to Carl in that round. Well All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.